0: A Tell Tale Pod Production, Asher and the Spirit Bird. By Jaspinda Bilan Chapter Four She finds me in the garden All the anger has fled from my body And I feel drained She brings me close to her And I bury my head into her shoulder I'm sorry about all this, Asher She wipes the tears from my face but we have to do something. She leads me back inside and we stand beside the shrine. Let's light another diva, shall we? Ma, I whisper, feeling more tired than ever. Can you tell me the story of when I was born? I need to chase away the memories of Mina and the men invading our home. But you've heard it so many times before. She's smiling, though. She loves this story as much as I do. Please Ma, I say, pulling her onto the bench beside me. Well, okay, she begins. The big Diwali celebration, the Festival of Lights was approaching. My Ma, your Nanaji, came to visit from her village in the far off mountains and everyone lit their dive acting out the story of Prince Rama and his wife, Princess Sita, and their return home after being banished by the king, just like every year. Her face brightens. Your papa was so attentive, and we were very excited. Then out of the blue there was the most spectacular thunderstorm. Ma unplats my hair as she speaks. The Lama Jaya feather falls into my lap where I hold it carefully. Ma picks up the comb, passes it through my hair. You have such thick locks, Asha, just like Lord Cheevy, is so lucky. So that night, nearly 12 years ago, is when you decided to come into the world and we called you the Thunder Baby. And what did Nanaji say when she saw my green eyes? Ma gives a deep sigh, as if she's really missing her Ma. Nanaji took one look into your Mountain Greens eyes and said, This baby will see things that others can't. And do you think that's true, Ma? I sip some milk and trace the red pattern on the tablecloth with my finger. Everything can be seen in different ways she says, sprinkling jasmine oil in my hair. It all depends on what you believe in. You're growing up now and you'll have to start working things out for yourself. She notices the Lama Jaya feather in my hat. and lays it on the table. Where did you find it? Out in the garden, Ma. How would you know what form the spirits of our ancestors take? Ma's voice fades into the background, and the answer comes from somewhere else. Didn't I tell you, Asha, on that day when I left you? Lying still under the covers of fine white muslin, my breath beating out of me, slow and laboured, I called you to come and sit beside me and not to be frightened, because I would never really leave you my spirit soul would find a way back to you if you look right into its eyes they say you can gaze into its soul and tell if it belongs to your clan Uh, are you okay asher i lean against ma Nanaji would have seen lots of lamagayas because of where she was born in the mountains and it makes me feel excited when i think of the one i saw earlier especially after my memory dream Ma, did nanaji ever talk about lamagayas she used to tell a story that she once found a lamagaya chick in an abandoned nest high on a mountain ledge when she was looking after the family goats. She watched it for a few days, but no parent bird came to feed it. So she took it little titbits and reared it until it became a fledgling. She said it got big really quickly, even though it was still so young. She loved it and it always came back to her even after it had grown up. That's what she told me anyway. She replauts my hair, and puts the feather back then she pulls a red silk purse out of a knotted corner of her chuny I took off my pendant to keep it safe from Mina she holds the purse tenderly and I think it's time you had it my ma gave it to me when I was twelve and now it's your turn I thought they'd taken it I feel butterflies fluttering in my stomach and watch ma as she brings it out The pendant is shaped like a teardrop with a curved tip and has a tiny red gemstone in the end. She unclasps the long chain and hangs the necklace she has worn for as long as I can remember around my neck. I touch its surface, which is like fine gold lace, and I wrap my fingers around it. Oh, ma! I can't find the right words. It's beautiful! I'm honoured to have it, and I promise to look after it for ever. Your Nanaji is said to give it on your twelfth birthday, but I think you should have it now. It's been passed on through the generations, always to the eldest daughter. It's a very special gift, Asha. Ma holds my face in her hands. The pendant is in an ancient symbol called a Buddha, she says. It comes from the Northern Himalayas. That's where Nanaji's family came from, where your mountain eyes are from and where the Lama originate. She leads me to the mirror behind the shrine and the pendant catches golden light from the flickering diva, illuminating Ma's face behind me. And in this moment a rhythm sweeps through my body as if I'm connecting to all the daughters in my family who have worn it before me. It's as if I'm seeing my eyes properly for the first time. Mountain green, flecked with fury, and the faces of my ancestors flush across them like stars from the distant past. The roar of a silent war cry thunders through my head. I won't let the farm be sold. We won't go to England and leave Papa behind. No matter what Ma says. That was another Tell-A-Tale Pod production. Remember that you can follow, share and find more of our podcasts at tellatalepod.podbean.com